0: Shalom, brothers and sisters. Today's lesson will be called A Royal Priesthood. Now, one thing that we must know is that we, after coming into the truth of who we are, the Negroes, Hispanics, and Natives, that we're the children of Israel, which are the bloodline of, you know, David, Paul, Saul, Solomon, Moses. Those are people through blood. Now that we have that information, we must be cognizant in every action. That there's a responsibility that comes with that. Um, we're past the stage of looking for a pr- approval or an endorsement from Gentiles that we're actually the people. When I was when I first came into the truth, I just wanted the Gentiles to acknowledge us being the Jews or the Israelites. But at this point, you know, it's been a while since we've known that, so we can't just stick there. So what we want to do is talk about. You know, rehearsing the righteous acts before they come. Because what? When Christ comes back, there'll be a paradigm shift. And we will be a royal priesthood, as the scripture says. Um, And this message is to stimulate that priesthood, the brothers and sisters, uh, the circumcision. Um, So we're going to start in Exodus 19 and 6. Exodus 19
1: verse 6. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 6. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. These are the words which thou, which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. So the Most High was talking to the children of Israel. That That's us.
0: <clears throat> now it says a kingdom of priests. Now we know when we first came out of Egypt, the priests were... Aaron, Moses, it was the Levites who are the Haitians. The Haitians were priests. But this scripture says we shall be a kingdom of priests. So this wasn't speaking on when we came out of the geographical location of Egypt. This is talking about coming out of our last captivity, which is America
1: or Babylon. Read that one more time, brother. Verse six. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Right. So collectively, we would be a kingdom of priests,
0: which means we would be the law givers. So there's a responsibility that comes with being a Jew or an Israelite. And we're going to go into that today. Usually when we find out we're Israel, what do we do? We go back to the culture. Right. How do we dress? How do we eat? What were our holy days? But after you've been in the truth. Um, or the truth of concerning yourself, which is who you are, your nationality, that becomes old. you know what I mean Where do we go? we go we usually go to the culture, how we dress, fringes um, we go to the schoolmaster. we usually go directly to the schoolmaster now let 's show you what the schoolmaster is because some people are looking at me like the schoolmaster. what is that let 's go to excuse me let 's go to Galatians three and twenty four to show you what the scripture says is the schoolmaster. This is usually where we go once we find out we're Israel. New Testament, Galatians 3 and
1: 24. Galatians 3, verse 24. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us into Christ. Read that again, brother. Verse 24. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us into Christ. That we might be justified
0: by faith. See, we go back to the schoolmaster, which is the law, which is the books of Moses. The first five books. We start following the laws again. Okay, what does the Bible say, Do What does it say, don't do? What does it say, eat? So that's usually where we go. We go to the culture. Then we go to what is called the schoolmaster. The schoolmaster led us to Christ. Let's go to, excuse me, Romans 7 and 7. I'm sorry, Salakia. Now, when we say the law is simplistic, right? There's just do's and don'ts. Are we saying, you know, it's not important to follow the law? No, we're not saying that at all. And this is why we're not saying that. Because a lot of people, especially, quote unquote, Christians, um, they'll say, you know, I'm, I'm under grace. I don't have
1: to follow the law. So let us see. Romans 7 and 7. Romans 7 verse 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid, nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. See, so we're not
0: saying the law is wrong, but we're saying you can't stick there just with the law. Because we didn't know what sin was if it wasn't for the law. We wouldn't have known what a fornicator was. We wouldn't have known that stealing was wrong. We wouldn't know that murder was wrong unless we got it from the law. So, you know, um, the laws in any governing state or city predominantly got their laws from here. Don't steal, don't kill.
1: You know, those things actually came from the Bible. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet.
0: So we're not saying that the law is wrong. What we're saying is that that's not the end of it. That's the beginning of it. Knowing the laws, we know typically, especially if you're a minority or you're black, you know, your family taught you, you know, what was right and wrong. So regardless of you knowing the scriptures or reading the Bible, you know right from wrong. So there have to be something more. Why can't we break free as a people? Why does it seem like we're still struggling? We're following the law. Where's the liberation at? Where's our rulership at? That's what we're thinking. Why can't we break free if we're following the law? We're going to show. We're going to go into it today. Let's go to Baruch in the Apographer. Now, for those of us who are new, who may be following us online, Baruch is in your Apographer. The Apographer is 14 books that was taken out of your King James Bible uh, in the mid 1800s. Now, if you're looking to get a full uh, a full Bible, you just type in, you can go to any app store and type in 1611 King James Bible. Because in 1611, when the Bible was first uh, compiled uh, through King James, it had 80 books in the Bible. And, you know, through the Roman Catholic Church and the Protestants, they took 14 books out. Now, if you anybody reads a novel and they find themselves reading, and if I take five books Chapters out of the middle of the book You won't understand it You'll miss a lot of things So it's you know That's why a lot of us are confused Because there's some things that they've taken out And there's a reason why they hid these scriptures Let's go to Baruch We're going to read 3 verse 8
1: Baruch 3 verse 8 Behold we are yet this day in our captivity Read that again Behold we are yet this day in our captivity where thou hast scattered us for a reproach and a curse and to be subject to payments according to all the iniquities of our fathers, which departed from the Lord our God. Now, it says
0: <clears throat> we are yet this day in our captivity. Now, the fact that we even know who we are proves that the Most High is setting us free because it was a time where we thought we was African-Americans or we thought we were black. We're the children of Israel. Captivity. That's us. We're the only people who've been in captivity. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 8. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity, where thou hast scattered us for a reproach and a curse, and to be subject to payments according to all the iniquities of our fathers, which departed from the Lord our God.
0: See, so we went into captivity for the sins of our forefathers, right? For the sins of, you know, during Moses' time, in ancient times, our forefathers were sinning. And we, their children... Paid the repercussions for that. Because we're the children of Israel. All nations are sinning. But they don't get punished to the degree that we do. And that's because Moses was an Israelite. Just like we are. So the Most High gave us the law specifically. And we broke those laws. That's why we follow them now. Because we're trying to be liberated. We're tired of being servants. We're tired of being slaves. We're tired of being second class citizens. So the only way for us to get our righteous rulership back.
1: Is to follow the law. Continue, brother. Verse 9. Hear, Israel, the commandments of life. Give ear to understand wisdom. How happeneth it, Israel, that thou art in thine enemy's land? See, who is that? Are we in our
0: enemy's land? Taken on slave ships? Swung on trees?
1: In a land that we knew of not? Who is that? Read that one more time, brother. Verse 10. How happeneth it, Israel, that thou art in thy enemy's land? That thou art waxing old in a strange country. That thou art defiled with the dead. That thou art counted with them that go down into the grave. Thou, thou hast forsaken the fountain of wisdom. For if thou hadst walked in the way of God, thou shouldst have dwelled in peace forever.
0: Read that last scripture again, brother.
1: Verse 13. For if thou hadst walked in the way of God, thou shouldest have dwelled in the peace forever.
0: Right. See, so if we would have followed his law... We wouldn't be in this condition now. When we talk about a royal priesthood, we're talking about a mentality because we're not being whipped and spanked now, but our mind is still in captivity. So what we're talking, about, what we're, what we're referring to, is liberating our minds because we're still acting as if we're slaves, which we are. But I mean, we're not under physical
1: bondage. Read that one more time, brother. Verse thirteen: For if thou hadst walked in the way of God. Thou should have dwelled in peace forever. Right. So we're in
0: a captive mindset. We think that we look at our condition and it's become normal. We think this is how it's supposed to be. Look at our people. Sometimes when I'm riding through some of the, you know, the ghettos and I just see how our people are just lost. They just hurt. They just standing on the corner drinking 40s, smoking blunts all the time. Right. In the strip club. I'm like, our people are so lost. We lost. And the Gentiles look at us weird because they're like, how are you partying and we're about to enslave you? How is that? So what we are here to do today is to show that um, we don't have to stay in a downtrodden mental state. Mentally, we're still acting like slaves. It's clear. We think that this is right. Them, we're looking at this as equality. Now, if you're looking at your if you're looking at your status, uh, or your condition as equality, then the slave masses have done a great job because you're being swung on trees, being paid less, being shot dead like a dog in the street by the police. And you think this is equality. <laughs> See,
1: so they've done a great job. If you think this is equality, read that one more time, brother. Verse 13, for if thou hadst walked in the way of God, thou shouldst have dwelt in peace forever. Learn where is wisdom, where is strength. Where is understanding.
0: Right. See, so what we're talking about is um, getting out of that complacent spirit of captivity, of servitude. We look at it and we think that this is how it's supposed to be. And that's an issue because we're better than that. The Most High said we're the rulers of the world. So it's something that we must do other than just following the law. There's something else that we must do. We're going to show you what it is. Let's go to Isaiah. Let's go to the Tanakh, to the prophets. Isaiah 30, and we're going to read verse 12.
1: Isaiah 30, verse 12. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word, and trust in oppression and perverseness. Read that again. Verse 12. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word, and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay thereon. See, it says we
0: <clears throat> we trust in oppression. So our new reality is to trust in oppression, not to look beyond our captive state. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 12. Wherefore thus saith the holy one of Israel, because ye despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay thereon, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall. Whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant.
0: Right. So what it's saying is if you trust in oppression, that will be your infraction. That will be your transgression. We're trusting in those who oppressed us. We're trusting in the government. We were just talking about it, actually. We just talked about it before we started the lesson. Trusting in the government. Same government that enslaved us. The same government that's taking taxes out of your check. The same government that taxed every dollar that you make. Read it one more time from the top, brother.
1: Verse 12. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word, and trust in oppression and perverseness, and stay thereon, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant.
0: Right, so, you know, they have, you know, done us so dirty, so greasy, that we don't even realize we're being oppressed, we think this is normal, we think this is a normality, we're not even looking to be freed. We're in a captive mind state. Now, <clears throat> when I go into, you know, I grew up in the metropolitan areas on the East Coast. A lot of us grew up in ghetto areas, you know, uh, whether it be up north, west coast, in the south, um, Washington, D.C., New York, Philadelphia. When you go into these areas, even here in Washington State, and you look around, <clears throat> I notice there's, there's filthiness all over. There's rubbish all on the ground blunt guts on the right everywhere I go right there's graffiti all on the walls and we just walking right past it Mm -hmm. we don't even look at it we don't even see it Mm -hmm. we're so you know we're so immersed in it that we think this is how it's supposed to be for our people and we shouldn't be living like that because we we, what we, we we trust that the government should do something about it right I'm being oppressed, so they
1: should give me something. They should clean it up. Read it one more time from the top, brother. Verse 12. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness, and stay thereon, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant.
0: Right. So we have the rationale that because... You know, because we're on the bottom that it should be like this and it's not true. We don't have to live like this. Okay, we're following the laws and we think that the Most High is just going to drop down and give us a kingdom. But there's what are we doing other than just the laws? That's the bare minimum is following the laws. There's something else that we can do. If we're going to rule and be righteous, let's first control our environment. Can we do that first? We don't have to walk over trash. It's not supposed to be like that. I, I know when I was doing it, I was putting the trash out there. I was doing everything I wanted to do just putting it right out the window. I ain't care. It. It's trashy anyway. It's dirty anyway. It's filthy. But our people would just walk past this rubbish all over the place. You know, I'm walk. I remember times as a younger man, just walking down, you know, walking from my home to, you know, the train station and his brother's coming up. Hey, I got that, bro. You need that? I got that. And for those of us who've never lived amongst the ghetto, that's somebody offering you drugs right there up front. I got that. I see our brothers hanging with flags, hanging out their pockets, standing on the corners, drinking two elevens, throwing it right there on the ground. And we just, you know, we say nothing about that as if that's right, as if we should be living like that. We're above that, brothers and sisters. And it's something that we can do. If we're going to rule, let's first take over, you know, control our environment, our habitat, where we're living, because priests must deal in cleanliness, cleanliness. Let's do something about that. We must be in the mindset of a priest. We're in preparation for leadership. That's what's going on here. The Most High called us a holy nation, a kingdom of priests. And we must do that now. We can't you know, expect that we, you know, people are going to view us like that if we're not practicing it now. We have a brother who's a nutritionist, a physical trainer here. Now, if I want to start working out, I'm going to go to the brother who's already doing it. I'm not going to come to somebody who's never worked out before and then start asking them nutritional facts. It's not going to happen. So we must, you know, get it together now because we're looking to lead. How do we get out of that mental state, that mentality of oppression, of being the victim? Because why? The most High is looking at us to be a light to the world. Nobody believe in God like us. Nobody read their Bible like us, even throughout slavery. I know brothers selling drugs right now with a Bible on their dash. Nobody more (laughs) spiritual than our people. Nobody. So now, what do we do? Let's control our environment first. Let's do that. Let's go to uh, Romans 12. We trust in oppression. We trust that the government should just give us a handout. And the thing is, before you knew you was an Israelite, before you knew you was God's chosen people, God loved everybody, but he chose one. He chose one, and there's a responsibility that come with that. When you thought you was an African American or black, they would help you out, but now that you realize who you are, they starting to tighten, the, you know, tighten the grasp on the clutch now, because you moving away from me. When you were serving Satan, when you were serving your government, they were going to take care of you. Why? Because you got to keep your slaves happy, or they won't work. You got to feed your slaves. You got to give them health care so they can work for you. That's the whole deal. But now that you've Flipped that and changed it around. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now it's becoming a problem. Now there's austerity that come with that. See, let's go to Romans twelve and one. Paul,
1: the epistles. Romans twelve verse one. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. Read that again. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Read that again. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Right. So we must
0: represent ourselves as the jewels of the Most High God every day. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. Starting with our environment. You know, I told my wife, I think it was a few months ago, that the most High put it on my spirit to just walk around for about five hours and just pick up trash. Just just go pick up trash. Not that I think that I'm the trash man, but if we're going to rule, let's do something about it. You know, when we go out into these communities and pass out food, you know, we're going to bring change with that food and that word. You know, six or seven brothers and they all white just go out, you know, and just... You know, in a in a in a mile radius, just pick up trash. And that's okay. It's not that we feel like we trash. But I saw a video that I'll never forget years ago. I believe this was in Oregon somewhere. There was a guy, he was pulling a prank and he had a bunch of trash in his bag and he was just sitting on a park bench with people walking by. He was just throwing out trash. He was just doing it as a joke. And there was a Gentile, an Asian And he was picking up all the trash. He just sat there and everything he dropped, he just picked it up. And said, why are you doing this, man? Are you a fool? And I'm thinking, sucker. You a sucker picking up his trash. When I was the sucker. I'm living right amongst this. I'm supposed to rule this. We supposed to rule. And I'm looking at it as a sucker if you're picking up trash. This is our earth and we're going to take it back righteously. There's something we can do about that. Let's control our environment first. Let's do that. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 2.
1: Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, the renewing of our mind. Don't look at this
0: thing, this captivity, this servitude as a normality. It's not right. It's not good to see trash and graffiti all over the place amongst our neighborhoods. To see drug dealers on the corner. Guess what happens when you go into them Edomite or those white people neighborhoods? If they feel like you're dealing drugs, they're going to all come together with the Homeowners Association, come knock on your door. <laughs> and they're going to have their weapons with them because you know they're illegal weapons. And they're going to tell you, you're not going to serve no drugs up in here. Mm-hmm. you going to get up out of here. Yep. you getting up out of here. And we can do that same thing righteously. We don't have to have firearms. You get a bunch of brothers. <laughs> that's the <laughs> firearm you need. You see seven brothers in white walk up to you like, hey, brother, we love you, man. But we can't <laughs> allow you to sell drugs in our neighborhood to our babies no more. Period. We can do that. We can do that and we got to stand up and stop looking at this thing and be, you know, accepting to these things because Gentiles not accepting to it. They're not accepting. You think they're going to allow you to come up into suburbia behind those gates and throw trash on the ground? Have your music playing all out? It's not going to happen. So if they can do it, why can't we do it when we're the rulers of the earth? Let's change our mindset. We're royal priests. This is a royal priesthood.
1: Read that one more time, brother, before we move on. Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God.
0: All right, let's go to Luke 17. We're talking about changing our mindset. We got to change our mindset. We must be a clean people, a clean people. That's what a, that's what royalty is. they clean. They're clean. They may not have a lot, but whatever they have, their act, their speech, their dress, is clean. Luke 17 and 20. Luke 17,
1: verse 20. And when he was demanded of Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Read
0: that again, brother, from the top.
1: Verse 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation.
0: See, it's a kingdom that's coming. A kingdom have a rulership, a royal priesthood that's part of the kingdom. And there is a kingdom coming. And we are that royal priesthood. We have to rehearse the righteous acts now. We have to do it now. We can't try to pick it up when Christ come. You have to practice it now. When you play football, you don't just go into the field. You practice five times a week, two a days. You know, you shoot hoops, you know, in the gym, a hundred of them. You don't just go to the gym, you know, when the game is coming on. So we have to rehearse it right now, brothers and sisters. We're better than this. We have to stop dealing with just my home. Well, I'm only worried about my house and my home and this, that, and the third. That's not the right way. That's not the right
1: way. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees. When the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation.
0: See, so the kingdom don't come by you watching it. See, you can't just sit back, you know, and, you know, think because you follow some laws that now
1: you're delivering. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. See, so we're sitting back like, I'm just waiting on the most high.
0: And the most house, like, I'm waiting on you. <laughs> See? We're the initiators. We're gonna make it a kingdom. We're gonna clean it up. We're not waiting on nobody else to do it. We be waiting all day. We be waiting all year. We'll be waiting till we dead. We have
1: to initiate this. We're a royal priesthood. Continue, brother. Verse twenty one neither sh- neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is, w- is within you. The kingdom what? It's
0: within you. See, the kingdom's already in you while you're waiting on it. It's already here. But our mindset, you know, it would be, if the government left, we would still be acting as if we we're in captivity. They, they could take the bars away because the bars are in your mind. See, they've already done a number on us to where we think this is righteous. We think this is good. We'll allow brothers to sell drugs all up in our neighborhoods. We'll allow our sisters to be shaking their butt up on a pole. When I was in the hood living that street life, we had this thing that said, you know, don't knock another man's hustle. So when I came up, there was like you couldn't speak against a man who was getting money. But I'm not in that life no more. Brother, you're wrong. And look at what have transpired in our communities. Look at it. People strung out on drugs, losing their homes. Look at our kids. Look at our schools because we just, you know, no snitching, right? You can't tell me what to do.
1: You ain't cool, right? Read that one more time from the top, brother. <clears throat> Verse 21. Neither shall they say, Lo, here, or lo, there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you.
0: Right, the kingdom is 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 within you. So, you know, people, brothers and sisters, they'll make an excuse for the condition. Well, you know, I cleaned it up yesterday. It, it just got like that. It, it just got like that today. <laughs> See, so we'll continuously make excuses. And while you're sitting back, nothing changes. See? See? So we got to do something. A lot of people may not be willing, but those who follow in Christ who are going to be a part of that royal priesthood will do the work for you. Stand aside. We got some sisters that will do it. We got some brothers that will do it for you. It's not about how much we have. It's not about that. Whatever you have should be righteous. It should be clean. Whatever we have, you may not have a lot. That's okay. That's okay. It's not about that. We should be a reflection of. Of a child of the most high. That's what they should see when they see us. That's what they should hear when they hear us. From everything. From how we talk, to think, to eat, dress. They should see royalty when they look at us. Not thugs. Not bed winches and bed confessionaries. They shouldn't see that. We're better than that. And it starts with us. We have to individually change ourselves and change how we think. When I came into the truth years ago, you know, it used to hurt me when I walked past a certain nation of people and they locked their door. I hear them locking the door about three, four times like hon, 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 hon. that used to hurt me. <laughs> but now I just do the same thing. When I see them, I just lock my door a like hundred times. <laughs> same thing. When I see them coming, I just cross the street because I'm the royalty. It was just in my mind. I treat them the same righteously, of course. That don't hurt me because now I, I actually want to cross the street. I don't even want to walk near you. I don't want to walk there. It's a mind frame. It's a mindset. I spoke to a, I had an Edomite, a white buddy that I'm very close with. He was in, um, he was my, he worked with me. He was a co-worker. And I told him, you know, we were just having a heart to heart. I said, man, it hurts my feelings when I walk down the street and I see white people cross the street from me, bro, because I'm not a thug. I'm actually, I'm a child of God. And he told me, you know, one day I had two pit bulls and I was walking down the street and everybody crossed the street. He said, I loved it. I loved it. I wish they would always walk on the other side of the street from me. And I had to sit back and think, it's, it's, it's your mind frame. It's your mindset. Because here he is. He wished people would cross the street when he walked down the street. And I'm taking it as I'm offended. It's how we're thinking. We must flip that around. We have to flip that around, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Matthew 25. Matthew 25, we're going to read verse 14.
1: Matthew 25, verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several abilities. Right, so the Most High have given everybody talents, Diverse talents, according to
0: his grace, according to your ability. So we may not all have as much as somebody else, but
1: we have enough. Read that again, brother. Verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Right.
0: So everything you need, Christ have already delivered it to you. Starting with you wanted to know who you were. You know that now. You wanted to know why slavery happened. You had that. Everything you needed,
1: he gave you already. See, read it again, brother. Verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. So this brother took his five talents and gained five more.
0: He gained five more. So now the Most High have given you the truth. What are you going to do with that truth? Are you going to bring somebody to the Most High? Are you going to try or are you going to just sit with that talent? He gave you the truth, the knowledge, and understanding. I thank the Most High God every day that I wake up, that I know that I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I thank Him every day and it's been years since I knew this. But it touched me. That changed my life forever. Where if He never did anything else for me, just for me to know my nationality was enough.
1: Read it again, brother. Verse 16. Then he that hath received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. Right. So he's
0: given enough according to your capabilities in order to get into the kingdom. You have what you need to get into the
1: kingdom. Continue, brother. Verse 17. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained another two. So he gave one brother two talents and that brother or sister brought back two more. So now there's four. See? Continue, brother. Verse 18. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his and hid his Lord's money. So this brother had the bare necessity. He didn't have a lot. He had his bare necessity to get into the kingdom. Read it again. Verse 18. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his
0: Lord's money. See, so he took the truth and just sat there with it. He didn't do nothing. Oh, I got it. I ain't sharing it with nobody. I ain't doing nothing. I got it though. See? That's what some of us do. We have the information that can change a brother or sister's life and we don't do nothing with it. Read it one more time, brother.
1: Verse 18. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. See, so it's not about how much you have or what's in your bank account, how
0: many cars you got, how many chains you wear. It's not about that. Whatever you have, the most high gave you the truth. You need to bring some bring some work back for him. Bring him some fruit back. No matter what you have. This brother had the bare necessity, he had one.
1: Read it one more time, brother. Verse 18. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. See? See?
0: So you all have the truth. What are you going to do with that truth? Are you going to bring some fruit back to the most high? Right? Or are you going to just stay there with it? Well, I got it. You know, uh, I'm too shy to really tell people about what the truth is and what the Sabbath is. So I'm just holding it to myself. I'm going to go hide it. Right? You have exactly what you need. You got more than most people.
1: Continue, brother. Verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. Read that again. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. See, look at that. You've been faithful over a few. I'll give you everything. So
0: while we complaining about what we don't have and how much more we could have, if you was just
1: righteous with that, the Most High would bless you. Read it again, brother. Verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Enter now into the joy of the Lord. Enter into the kingdom that
0: you worked for. See, you deserve it. That's what what we want to hear from our Lord and Savior. That's what we want to hear. See, read it one more time, brother, please. I'm sorry.
1: Verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord.
0: Right, so you've been a productive servant That's what we want the Most High to say to us He don't, He's not concerned With how little you have Because he know he gave you enough Because you're walking and you're breathing And you should be dead for all the sinning that you did I know I should have been dead Years, years ago All the sins I did I know, and so should the majority of us Because a lot of the laws in the Bible say If you break it, you're supposed to die So if we was actually going by what the Bible said
1: Law for law We would all be dead. Because none of us is perfect. Continue, brother. Verse 22. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. See, this brother only had two and he brought back two. So that's four now. See, continue, brother. Verse 23. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, I'll make thee ruler over many things. Into thou into the joy of thy Lord.
0: See, so we must turn our blessing into someone else's blessing. That's what
1: we're supposed to do with this truth. Continue, brother. Verse twenty-four. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, "Now
0: look, this is the brother with the bare necessity.
1: He he just have the bare minimum." Read it again, brother. Verse twenty-four. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, "Lord." I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strong. And I was afraid, and when it hid thy talent in the earth, lo, there thou hast this in thine. See, so I didn't have enough. I just, I,
0: I didn't have enough. I just didn't know it. I, I was too shy. So he hid his talent. He didn't even share with the most High. blessed him with. He didn't share it at all. He used it
1: for What he wanted to use it for. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 25. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. He said what? Thou wicked and slothful servant. Thou knewest that I reaped where I sowed not, and gathered where I had not strawed.
0: So he's saying I gave you the keys. Only thing you had to do was share it with one person and bring somebody some light, and you couldn't do that.
1: Read it one more time, brother. Verse 26. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sow not, and gather where I have not strawed. See, look at that. See, you had the keys, but
0: you selfish. Because you had everything you needed, brother. You had everything you needed, sister.
1: And you did nothing with it. You just wasted time. Continue, brother. Verse 27. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanger's. And then at my coming, I should have received my own with usury. So he's saying if you would have put it in the bank, you would have at least got interest. You did nothing with it. Read it again, brother. Verse 27. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers. And then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. Usury is tax. Continue, brother. So you would have got that
0: interest had you, if you would have just put it in the bank. But no, you didn't do that. You just kept it to
1: yourself and hid it because you was scared. Continue, brother. Verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him. Read that again. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. See, so I know you don't have a lot, but what you do have, I'm taking it now. Now
0: I take that. See how that works? The Most High gave us what we needed and if you don't use it for what he said use it for, now he take that from you. Read it again, brother.
1: Verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be... for unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. See, so those of us who are complaining
0: about what we don't have and how much more, you're about to lose what you do have. And then you're really going to see how much you don't have. Because whatever it is that you do have, I'm taking that too.
1: See, look at that. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 29. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall shall be taken away even that which hath been, which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. Read that again. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, so you're unprofitable. You're spoiled. What
0: does spoiled means? It means you're no good to the Most High. He gave you everything you needed and you complained about it. If you was just been faithful with what you did have He would have gave you more In abundance See So even when I had nothing and I was homeless I still wasn't spending no money on this habit I still was passing out flyers I was doing whatever I could do And I didn't have anything That's how we're supposed to be Go clean up some trash if you, don't, you can't do nothing else You don't have no knowledge Just go pick up trash for the most high Because this is His God this is His green earth You can do that Can you do that? Is that too much? Uh, Let's move on to 1 Timothy 6. Let's go to the New Testament, brothers and sisters. 1 Timothy 6, verse 8. A royal priesthood. That's what we are.
1: That's what we are. Royal. 1 Timothy 6 and 8. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Read that again. And having food and raiment, Let us be there with
0: content. See, so if you have food and you have clothing, you have a place to lay down your head, you should be content with that. See, sometimes we start thinking that we're better than we than we actually are, and that the most high owe us something. He don't owe you nothing. You owe him. I owe him. He then woke us up every day. You got food, it may not be a steak, okay? It may not be the Jordans, but you're clothed, you're warm, and you're not hungry. Be content with that, and then I can give you
1: more. Then I'll give you more. Read it again, brother. Verse 8. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Continue. Verse 9. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. Read that again. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. And to many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. See? Look at these
0: celebrities. Look at the people who have the money. They look happy to you. Why are they killing themselves if they're happy? Mm-hmm. See? A lot of us. See, only people. And I had somebody who was pretty affluent tell me. Only people with money know that money don't fix your problems. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. See, we, the slaves, we think that money is just the answer to all our problems.
1: Read it again, brother. Verse 9. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. And into many foolish and hurtful lusts. Was drown men in destruction and perdition.
0: Right, let's go to Matthew 6. We just wanted to prove to you that you must be content with what you have and do the work. Do the work. Matthew
1: 6 and 19. <clears throat> Matthew 6, verse 19. Lay not up for yourselves treasure upon earth, where moth and rust doeth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor dust doeth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Read that again. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. See, so where you spend
0: your money and your time, that's what you really care about. Because a brother is not going to give a million dollars to something he's not spiritually invested in. See, so if you spend your time and money on the work. The Most High will give you more.
1: That's the trick right there. Continue, brother. Verse 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. See, so
0: when that scripture says where your treasure is, your heart will be also, we must put our treasure in the most high. We must be happy and delightful in following his laws in helping brothers and sisters and doing the work. Because, see, that's the biggest deception of this world is that you actually have to work to be prosperous when you don't. You just got to do what he said do. see. That's the trick for you to waste your life trying to gain riches that the most high would have just gave you if you would have just followed his law and helped. See, that's the trick right there.
1: That's the biggest deception in this earth. Continue, brother. Verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? See, so if
0: that light that's in you is actually darkness, how great is that darkness? See? So if you're looking at everything from a negative aspect... (laughs) <laughs> and you're a negative person, then it's nothing. No matter what the Most High give you, you're still going to be like, I need more. I need this. Well, it's not that. Yeah, you just got some new shoes. They're not the new J's, though. They're the old J's. Right? See? No matter what the Most High do, you have seeing it through a negative light. Read it again, brother. Verse
1: 23. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Now when you
0: break down that word mammon in the Hebrew, it links to money. You can't serve God and money. You Because you're either going to love one and hate the other. That's the only way. So you're either going to serve the Most High, even when you have nothing, or you're going to go to hell with nothing. Because he's still not giving you anything. So a lot of times I know, back when I was young, and something bad happened, I would get angry at God. I ain't going to church. I ain't following no laws. That was me. He looking at me like, I don't need you. (laughs) You need me. The Bible says he can raise up stones to worship him. I thought I was hurting him. I'm hurting myself by
1: doing that. That's what we do sometimes, especially Israel. Continue, brother. Verse 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. See, so the life is more
0: than what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear in money. Life is much more precious than that.
1: Continue, brother. Verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they do they reap. Read that again. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better better than they? Read that one more time, brother. Verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap. Where do the birds work?
0: That's what this is saying. Do they have a job? Because they eating every day and they're healthy. See?
1: Read that again, brother. Verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Yeah. Are ye not much better than they?
0: See, so if the birds are eating every day and they don't have a job, are, aren't you greater than a
1: bird? You think the Most I care about birds more than you? Continue. Verse 27. Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? That means
0: who can make themselves taller by thinking about it? Can you add an inch to your height by just thinking about, yeah,
2: I need to think about this.
0: <laughs> you can't even add an inch to your height by just focusing on these things. So you're wasting time. We're a royal priesthood and we can't waste time on minuscule things like this.
1: Continue, brother. Verse 28. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field. So if God put, if he clothed the grass.
0: Look at this. The Most I have designed this whole world. If he
1: clothed the grass, if he put, you know, designed the flowers. Read it again, brother. Verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which to the, today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more cloth you? Or ye of little faith. See, so he he dressed the lilies up just to
0: burn them up in the sun. Look at that. Will he not take care of you if you just do the
1: work? Continue, brother. Verse 31. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For what? After all these things do the Gentiles seek. See, so that's what the Gentiles think about. Oh, how nice
0: is my car or how big is my house and how is this and how much money is in my bank account?
1: That's what Gentiles think about. That's not us. Read it again, brother. Verse 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Read that again. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. See, that's that deception again.
0: That if you go work for them and do this and do that, you'll become proper prosperous and the most high will give you that easy. Just do what he said. He can make you a millionaire overnight.
1: Read that scripture one more time. The last one. Verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you.
0: See, so once again, you're going to waste your life and waste your time trying to chase a check when he will give you the check. You just got to put it in its proper place. You can't spend all your time chasing money. He'll give you what you want. He know what you need. He know what you want. But you got to do what he said, right? Just like your parents. Your parents will get you those gifts and stuff that you want, right? But you got to do what they say. If you don't do what they say, then you figure out a way to get it on your own. (laughs) And that's going to take you a lifelong... Kids, they think, what, $20? When I was a kid, I thought $20 was (laughs) $1,000. Now that I'm grown, I can't... I go to the store and it's... Gone in a second. I bought one bag of chips, it's gone. <laughs> so you we gonna waste our time trying to do it on our own. The most high don't want you to do it on your own. Right. He wants you to rely upon him. That's what he wants. Let's let's move on. Let's go to uh let's go to First Peter chapter two. We're going to read uh, verse 1 through 12 because these are the directions in in order to direct our mission to maximize our talents. This is the things that we must do as a royal priesthood. As a royal priesthood, this is a bevy of instances, a litmus of things
1: that we must do. 1 Peter 2 verse 1 Wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and, hi- and hypocrisies and envies, and all evil speaking. It says malice. Why? Because if you're malice, if you have
0: malice in your heart, you're heavy-minded. You can't be utilized. You can't because you're heavy. Brothers, no. We've been heavy before. No good for anything.
1: Read it again, brother. Verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice, and all guile, and hypocrisies, and envies, and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be ye have tasted. That the Lord is gracious. To whom coming. As unto a living stone. This allowed indeed of men. But chosen of God and precious. Ye also as lively stones. Are built up a spiritual house. And holy. A holy priesthood. A what? A holy priesthood. A what? Holy priesthood. To offer up spiritual sacrifices. Acceptable to God by Christ. See. A royal priesthood. Continue. Verse 6. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. Elect, precious. And he that believeth on him shall shall not be confounded.
0: So we must put aside those narrow-minded ordinances such as malice. Or we can't be used. We
1: cannot be utilized by the Most High. Continue. Verse 7. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation. Read that again. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A what? Royal priesthood. A what? Royal priesthood. There's a
0: responsibility that come with that. And number one thing we have to change is our mind frame, our mindset. Because if you a slave in here, then they can take the chains off you. They can
1: take the shackles off because you ain't going nowhere. Continue. Verse nine. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal (laughs) priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him. Who has called you out of darkness and, and to his marvelous light.
0: We've been called out of darkness. The whole world is dark. We've been called out for a reason. Don't hide your one talent. Bring the most high back more, double, triple. If I, if, you know, me personally through, you know, through the podcast and able to share words with people, if I can bring four people to Christ, that's, <laughs> that's, that's magnificent. That's excellent. Four is a big number for the most high. We don't need I don't need to bring a hundred thousand people. If I could just bring four to the most high, that would be great. That's four souls for the most high. That's how we must be. If you could just bring one or two. If you could bring somebody, give somebody the opportunity to live again. That's what we have to do. Continue, brother. Now, one second. One thing we have to remember is that Satan. Was fearful of Adam. Not because what he was. But what he could become. See. So Satan is petrified of what you have the power inside you to become. Not what you are now. Because we're nothing right now. But there's a change coming. And he is. He's scared. He's frightened.
1: He's fearful of that change. Continue brother. Verse 10. Which in time past were not a people. Read that again. Which in time past were not a people. But are now the people of God. See. Continue. Which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. See. Continue. Verse 11. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims. Abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. Having your conversation honest among Gentiles. Read that again. Having your conversation honest among Gentiles. That whereas they speak against you as evildoers. See, so we must have honest conversation around
0: Gentiles. That's the Edomites or the white man's, the Africans, the Asians. We must have honest conversation. Even when they're speaking against us and oppressing us. Now, you may be thinking, you know, they're always accusing us. And they are accusing you. Why? Because you're supposed to be the people of law. <laughs> See, so when you break the law, they're going to the most high. Like, look, these are people. These are people right here talking about killing each other selling drugs whipping it whipping it whipping it right these are these are the Jews see this is why they're accusing us like that because they know we're supposed to be the people of the law read it again brother
1: verse 12 having your conversation honest among the Gentiles that whereas they speak against you as evildoers they may buy your they may buy your good works which they shall behold glorify God in the day of visitation see so we
0: must be pious and righteous even in captivity. Even now, even amongst people that's us, we must be righteous and pious. That's how we must be. That's a royal priesthood. Don't allow them to pull you out of your character or be angry. Because that's exactly what they want. They want to point to you and say, this is God's people. What are you doing? See? So when we go to the Jewish people and say they're not really the Jews, they come back and say, look at your people. What are your people doing? We, we own NBAs and football teams. Look at your people. Rapping. Swinging down Poles. Pants hanging off, they behind. Look, this is what they say. Because they know we're the people of the book. So we must come together, get our act together. Because I'll tell you one thing. Our people loved, especially a lot of these Israelite camps, they loved to blame the white man. But when I was walking and saw them blood guts and that <laughs> that rubbish all over the place, there wasn't a white man in sight. Right. See? So the white man had nothing to do with any of that. The white man's not on the song saying I'm going to He's not doing that. He's not the one glorifying and sensationalizing drug use. That's us. That's us. And we
1: can do something about that. Read that scripture again, brother, before we move on. Verse twelve. Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation.
0: Right, so we know that they're looking to agitate us and provoke us. We we understand that. Dude. They're looking to provoke us and show us in a bad light every time you turn on the TV. We're the thug, we're the gangster. We're never shown in a positive light. Every time they show us we're angry. This is purpose. We understand that, but we can't allow them to bring us down a level. We're righteous, we're royal, and we have to start acting like that. Rehearsing the righteous acts before Christ come back. Go to Ecclesiastes 7 and 7. We have a few more scriptures we're going to close it out, but I we need to hit these scriptures. Ecclesiastes 7 and 7, Old Testament. Because we understand that they're aggravating us and agitating us and provoking us. We understand that. But we must have self-control. That's what a royal priesthood does. They have self-control.
1: Ecclesiastes 7, verse 7. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad. Read it again. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad. See, so we know a sensible man is mad when they look at their oppression. Look at
0: their check, the money being taken out. Look at how they're being demonized and tell on television. See, we understand. The people who they glorify and show in the light of good people, as especially black people, are the ones doing the most sin. <laughs> Those are the ones who are getting promoted and getting the money. We understand that. And we understand it would make you mad. It
1: would make you angry. Read it again. Verse 7. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. Right, see, so we understand
0: that you're in duress. We understand that. We're going through it ourselves. We're in duress. We understand, but a sensible man will keep his calm. I know we're not getting the adulation that we think we deserve at this time, but that's okay. Because we'll get it from who we're supposed to get it from, which is Christ in the Most High. You're not going to get that adulation from those who have enslaved you. Let's move on. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 9 and 25.
1: 1 Corinthians 9 verse 25. And every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. Read that again. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but but we an incorruptible. See? So a royal priesthood must be temperate. Even
0: though they are, you know, attacking us and provoking us into anger. We must be temperate. That's what a ruler is. That's what a king is. That's what a queen is. We don't say, oh well if they make if they if they disrespect me, then I'm gonna go over there. They shouldn't have talked to me like that. No, brother, you're royal. You're royal. Don't even give them the time of day. You're royal. Your presence is a present. That's how we should look at it. Just the fact that you're even here, that you walked in this room, that's a that's a gift from God that I'm even here. And that's how we should look
1: at it. Read it again, brother. Verse 25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible.
0: Right. Let's go to Revelations 5 and 9. We've got four scriptures, and we're going to close it out.
1: Revelations 5, verse 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy by thy blood out of every kindred, and, and tongue, and people, and nation, and hast made us into our God, kings, and priests. Read that again and hath made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. See,
0: kings and priests, that's what we are, and we shall rule. Read it again from the top, brother. Verse 10? Yes, sir. Verse uh, nine, 10. Excuse me, sorry.
1: Verse 9, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, and tongue, and people, and nation." And has made us unto our God God and kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. Right.
0: See. So kings and priests. Royalty. What comes with royalty? Cleanliness. Right. Purity. Spruceness. That's what we should. Every action. Every thought should be, you know, should come from the origin of royalty. Royalty. That's who we are. Now we have to start acting like it. It's not just following laws. That's not it. It's how you're thinking, how you're talking, how you're dealing with people, your environment, all of this collectively.
1: Get us our righteous rulership back. Read verse 11, brother. Verse 11. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the thrones and the beasts and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands.
0: Right. Now, let's go to Acts 13 and 47. Acts thirteen forty seven, because the Most High is preparing us for something. What is He preparing Israel for? Because it's it's a it's an aberration when they see slaves, thugs, criminals being the children of God, being the people written in the book. That's an anomaly to them. They can't believe it. A lot of them can't even believe it. How could these slaves be God's chosen people? Because the Most High is dealing with our spirit. He's not dealing with our pocketbook.
1: Acts 13 and 47, brother. Acts 13, verse 47. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles. Read that again. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles.
0: See, so we're supposed to be a light to the world in preparation, in preparation for what's to come. We're supposed to lead the Gentiles, not follow the
1: Gentiles. Read it again, brother. Verse 47. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. See, so people should come to you
0: to learn salvation, to learn how to please God. That's your responsibility. That's our responsibility. Who follow God like us? Go to the church and see who's packing it. When the Mormons are coming to your neighborhoods, what neighborhoods are they coming to? See? They know who got the Spirit, and it's us. It's us. And we should be a light to the Gentiles. We shouldn't be following them. They should be following us. They follow everything else we do. They follow our music, how we dress, how we dance. They follow all that. So now teach them this. Teach them this now. Read it one more time, brother, before we move on. Verse
1: 47. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying... I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth.
0: All right, First Corinthians one twenty two, and we have one scripture, and we'll pray out. First Corinthians one twenty two, because it says we should be a light to the Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles? Gentile is anybody other than the Israelites. So who are the Israelites? You got the so-called African Americans. You got the Hispanic. Well, I won't call them Hispanics. You got the Mexicans, the Brazilians. The Polynesians, the Hawaiians, you got uh, the Levites, who are the Haitians, the Jamaicans, the Trinidadians, right? Those over in Cuba, in Panama, these are God's chosen people. These are Israel. Everybody outside of these
1: people are Gentiles. Read, brother. Verse 22. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek
0: after wisdom. See, so the Jews, Israel, we always looking for a sign. Well, if God show me a sign, I'll know that He really telling me to do this. See, that's our people. Even with Moses, Moses was asking for a sign before he would go talk to Pharaoh. That's our people always looking for a sign. Read it again, brother. Verse 22. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. See, so the Greeks, the Edomites, the white people, they're actually looking for wisdom. They don't care about signs. See, so through us rehearsing the righteous acts on... How we act, how we treat people, our environment, along with the scriptures, they'll see legitimacy with us being the people. Because why? They're looking for wisdom.
1: They're not looking for a sign. So if it makes sense to them, they'll go with it. Read it again, brother. Verse 22. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. See?
0: So, quote unquote, white people, they recognize legitimacy, and they know it. They know it. They can't lie to themselves. When you show them in this Bible, you know, in conjunction with your behavior, your environments, how you treat people, how you talk, they will recognize royalty when they see it. They will. Let's prove it to you. Jeremiah 16 and 19. We're going to close it out. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse
1: 19. Jeremiah 16, verse 19. O Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of affliction. The Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say. Shall say what? Surely our fathers have inherited lies. Surely what? Our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit.
0: See, so they will come to you and say they lied to us. We thought you was African. We thought you was African-American. We didn't know you was the Jews. We didn't know you was the Israelites. Because they recognize legitimacy Because they're looking for wisdom See, and you can't beat There's no no more wisdom than this Bible See, but they sh- They shouldn't be able to separate us From the Bible through our behavior If they do that, they're not going to
1: recognize Nothing, read it again brother Verse 19 O Lord, my strength And my fortress, and my refuge In the day of affliction The Gentiles shall come unto thee, unto thee From the ends of the earth and shall say Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit.
0: Right. So this was a lesson to stimulate this priesthood. We have a responsibility, brothers and sisters. And it starts with our mental captivity. We must take the top off that. We must be aware of the trash, the rubbish around us. And let's do something about it. We want to say shalom and sin no more.
2: Mm-hmm. royalty royalty powers it a chosen people Bible in my hand a word inside my heart and pain before my eyes Broken people wanting to believe in something, looking for a lie trying to find the truth. But we give them doubt, saying we do something we don't. Hurting people, saying we do things that we won't. Wolf and she's clothing with a cross in his chest, taking people money, promising to be blessed. For power to the chosen people, who at one point wasn't viewed as an equal. His own chosen people, royal priesthood. Yeah. Yeah, that you've been called out of the dark into the marvelous light. Do you know who you are, royalty? Yeah. Once we weren't the people, now we are the people. Do you know who you are? Would you let them call you those things, if you knew you were a queen? And my brother, would you be out there risking your life for green paper? If you knew you had it all already, if you knew you were a king? Where the best I can offer is to tell you the truth. Mercy changed everything for me and you. But they don't really tell us what we do need to know. First Peter two and six a pleasure for sure. So power to the chosen people who at one point wasn't viewed as an equal. His own chosen people, a royal priesthood. Hey, said that you were called out, called out of called. the door down into the marble. light. Do you know who you are? Royal team. Yeah. Once we weren't the people, the mercy made us a people. Now we are the people. So Hey. Royalty, yeah. royalty, royalty, royal, royal. royalty, royalty, yeah. royalty, kings and queens, royal, royalty. Hey. Royalty, yeah, royalty. Yeah. Look at yourself, take your throne. Baby, you royal Lift your head, come back home Brother, you're royal Power to the chosen people But what once fool was in you, doesn't he? His own chosen people a Royal priesthood yeah. Royalty viewed as His own chosen,